Welcome, friends. This is a, another extra special bonus up here on the Starship Therapies. We thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about our Fearless Leaders experience at the 2018 San Diego Comic-Con. Yay! Huzzah. <laughs> That's how Vulcans express enthusiasm. <laughs> so, so tell us, Captain. What was it like? Because, and I suppose many of our listeners probably don't know this, this, while you've been to many, many cons. Many, many. All across this uh, great nation, mm-hmm. um, inc- including multiple appearances at New York City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. This was your first appearance live and in person at San Diego Comic Con. Yes, it was. This, this was my first uh, pilgrimage to the mothership. Um, Although it has been on my list for low these many years, this is my first time getting there. So overall impressions, Mm -hmm. this con is not like any of the other cons. And I'm, yeah, and I've, you know, I've been to big cons. Yeah, you have. Con is big. It is. Um, But San Diego is its own unique snowflake. So Mm. at, um. At cons like uh, NYCC, New York Comic Con, you might have a few off-site events. Like there might be, you have your convention center events, and then there might be one or two other places where events are held. At SDCC, it the thing takes up the entire gas lamp quarter of San Diego. Wow. That's big. It is. It's big. And there are these huge off-site events and some of them you can go to without your badge so alert people in san diego if you didn't know this there are all sorts of events you can go to without having a comic-con badge so that's pretty legit yeah right Mm -hmm. there's all these experiences you can do uh like you can walk through the good place or there was this jack ryan virtual experience where you could put on the VR goggles and imagine that you were walking across a rickety bridge oh, and, wow. then you, and then you go down a real zip line. Like a real zip line, not a virtual reality zip line. So you're wearing the VR goggles and what you're seeing is different, but you are going down a real zip line. That sounds very, very trippy. <laughs> like this is not what I imagined. So like friends, of course, like, you know, the captain was on the gram. And um, <laughs> while I was filling in for her on the Starship Therapies, I was periodically on my off hours. There were a few of those. Bone stepped in. He was very whiny, but he did fine. <laughs> um, and I would, I would kind of like, you know, check in and see um, what, what she was doing there. And I did, I did see the photos of you like in the Jack Ryan exhibit. I saw the little one with like your dongle as the analyst, but I did not realize what an intense experience you actually had there. Oh, so I, let me rephrase, I did not go on this experience. Oh, because, because here's the thing you need to know about SDCC. Everything is a huge line. Oh. Like, a, like days in advance kind of line. So I could go into the Jack Ryan part of the experience. I could walk mm-hmm. through the little you know, Middle Eastern uh, bazaar they had set up and interact with the improv actors. Hashtag potentially problematic. Yeah, yeah, it was potentially problematic. Um, 
And some of the improv actors were super not into being improv actors. Oh, that's hard. And that that was kind of funny, actually. <laughs> There's a photo of me sitting in this fabric shop at the bazaar. I'll I'll post it on social media. <laughs> um, but the the improv actor of that shop was just like, "Do you want to sit down? You can sit down." Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, it was really nice. And um, one of the people that I was with was trying to do like interact with her as the improv thing, and she was just like, "No, no, I." <laughs> I'm not part of the story. I'm just supposed to stand here and pretend to sell fabrics. <laughs> and that is all I will do. I yeah, will fulfill yeah. my role as it was written and to which I'm contractually obligated to do, but no more. Yeah, because uh, one, of, one of the other psych geeks, I'll, I'll talk about the psych geeks in a minute, Mm -hmm. was like super into this and really wanted to engage oh. and like had a secret password to tell her. And she was like, no, I don't. I don't have a secret password for you. <laughs> yeah, that secret <laughs> password doesn't get you anything. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so really, really long lines. Is there any way to, like, make it through any of these exhibits? Or do you have to just, like, camp out and, like, forgo a day in the actual convention to be able to, like, get through any of this? Or to, like, uh, see these additional exhibits, I suppose? Yeah, so what people do is you can hold a place in line for up to five people. Wow. So what people do is they kind of create these little networks where somebody uh. waits in line and other people go do other stuff and then they kind of trade off. Now, this is where IRL fandom attachments are going to yes. become super crucial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And this is for the stuff that like really sought after, right? Sure. There's some stuff that you're going to wait in a long line for, but you're going to get in. Okay. Um, like on Thursday night, I waited in a line for about an hour and a half to see the crazy ex-girlfriend panel. Yes, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I waited in a line for an hour and a half and I got to see the crazy ex-girlfriend panel. Both how was, how was that panel? Oh, it was wonderful. Okay. Uh, Rachel Bloom is a gift to, um, humanity and also to the field of mental health. Oh. Because her depiction of a person dealing with uh, borderline personality disorder is so good and so well done and just really humanizing, I think. Really right? humanizing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like this is a, this is a struggle for the person dealing with the BPD, right. not just mm -hmm. the people around the person with the BPD. Right. And so often I feel like the, the, the main cultural narrative we have around in particular personality disorders is that not only are they sort of this very much like taboo diagnosis, but it's this idea that you are kind of almost irrevocably damaged and you are a, a pain to be around and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and there's kind of like no hope for you. So could you please just go away? Which yeah. is awful. Uh-huh. That's, that's not a helpful narrative. It's really not a helpful narrative. So yeah, like mad props to Rachel Bloom for working really hard to rewrite and to expand that cultural narrative that we have. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yes, it, that was a very long answer to say that, yes, there are things you can wait in long lines for and you get to see things. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I said I would circle back to the psych geeks, mm -hmm. which I will do now. Wonderful, because I know our listeners want to hear about your particular involvement on panels and such. Yes. Yes. So I was on one panel at SDCC, which was Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts and Psychology. 
And that panel was organized by Dr. Janina Scarlett, who is one of our favorite humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um, she author, of superhero therapy. Of fan. superhero therapy. Fan. And she's also written a Harry Potter therapy book and Therapy Quest. And she's got a graphic novel coming out, mm-hmm. which is cool. It is. I totally forget the title, but Google I believe it, it's, friends. I believe You'll find it. I believe it's Dark Agents. Uh, that sounds that sounds right. It has a ring of truth to it. Yeah, it has a ring of truth. <laughs> so I was on that HP and FB psych panel with uh, Dr. Scarlett and the illustrator for her graphic novel, Vince, whose last name escapes me right now. I'm sorry, Vince. Uh, <laughs> as well as a psychiatrist and an actor and Dr. Scarlett's lovely husband, Dustin, who is a musician, was the moderator. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, we had a full house. In fact, we had tons of people that got turned away. We had a huge line. And I'm sorry for the people that got turned away, but, uh, you know, Kirk needs her ego fed. And that was a really, that was a good feed for the ego. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the boost, if you will, that that so many wanted to come and see the illustrious captain that there was not room for all right, of them. And, and clearly, I'm the one they came to see. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that goes without saying, sir. Yeah, clearly. It was, it was me. But that panel went really well. Folks seemed to have a good time. And I had lots of folks coming up to me to talk to me afterwards, very interested in narrative therapy. Wow. Yeah, I did manage to get in a little a little bit of narrative therapy talk during that panel in which I talked about IRL fanfic, which if you have been listening to the pod, you know that mm-hmm. we discussed. We did. Mm-hmm. All the way back in episode... Earlier. Earlier. <laughs> all the way back in episode three. Yeah, so we we discussed that all the way back in episode three. And if you missed it, you can circle back and listen to it to find out what people were so interested in. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, it always merits a Mm re-listen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one one time through, not enough. So some other highlights from the weekend. Um, I saw some of the other psych geeks. So it wasn't just um, the folks on the panel. Mm -hmm. I also... Ah, uh, so by psychics, do you mean that you saw some of the uh, other our fellow podcasters from the Geek Therapy Network? Um, unfortunately, I did not see those folks. Oh, bummers. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Josue, who is the the head of the Geek Therapy Network, organized a meetup, but at like eight in the morning. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mornings are hard for us here at the Starship Therapies. They really are. And I was Mm -hmm. staying out in the suburbs. So, oh, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Right. So it would take me a while to get into downtown anyway. And that I I said thank you very much Mm -hmm. for inviting us or for inviting me because you weren't there, sadly. Right. but I was like, that's just not going to happen. And then I was unfortunately not able to meet up with Josue or uh, those folks. So when I'm talking about psych geeks, I'm talking about other geek um, therapists or psychology professors. Mm-hmm. Such and, as? 
such as <laughs> Dr. Travis Langley, who is the editor of some of the books to which we've contributed. Mm-hmm. Our like, esteemed uh, editor and collaborator. Mm-hmm. Um, sci- uh, Supernatural Psychology, Roads Less mm-hmm. Traveled, and Daredevil Psychology, The Devil You Know, and upcoming Westworld Psychology, uh, Violent Delights. Is that the... we're, we're, we're real excited for that one, friends. I think that we are probably reaching the end of how of how much you can talk. So, well, th- friends, this is what happens when you go to large conventions. You get the con crud, and even if you don't get the con crud, there's a there's just a there's a dryness. You get dried out. It takes a while to to rehydrate. Mm-hmm. And this is another example of why self-care is so important, because mm-hmm. when we go and even when we're doing like fun things and and clearly San Diego Comic-Con is one of those fun things to do, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to take a toll on our body yep. And, yep. and we got to take care of ourselves. And I was doing a fairly good job taking care of myself. I would pack myself a, a little uh little container of food for the day and I would make sure to take breaks and have my snacks. Um, and one day my body just was like, I'm done. And I, and I left. So that was my self care. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Good but, job uh, listening to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So uh, Thursday night I met up for dinner with some of the other psych geeks, some of the other folks that have contributed to the popular culture and psychology series that we've contributed to. I got to hang out with uh, Billy San Juan and Mara Wood and Dr. Ryan Kelly, who was the one who was very excited about experiences. And I got to see some other um, old friends, old in that I know them, not old in their age. Um, (laughs) I got to go to an after party, uh, National Geographic after party about the TV show Mars. Um, Ooh, that's very with, cool. Yes, with um, my my pal Herbert Maximilian Shaw. Herb. Herb. Who is editor-in-chief of the Shaw Report, a uh, uh, radio program in Albany, New York. And, Our uh, listeners... Herb- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Her, uh, Herb and I met at New York Comic Con a few years ago, and um, he's a big fan of Yoga Quest and just a delightful human. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. <laughs> um, so we went to the we went to the Mars party, and that was fun. It's always it's always lovely to hang out with Herb, and you know we get press passes to stuff, and so I got to meet other press people. And I got to feel fancy like I was press, but I wasn't press. Mm. Well, you were you were panel. Panel's important, too. Yeah. But I I don't know. There's something I, there's something that feels inherently fancy about press. And maybe mm. that's because my my dad was a newspaper guy. I, th- I think there may be something there. <laughs> Perhaps something we'll talk about in next week's episode on Family of Choice. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> There's, there might be some good psychology there, and I got to um, I got to see a couple of panels about nerd bosses, uh, folks that have made their business in the nerd business. Got to see Jordan of uh, Jordan Denae, who makes the T-shirts that you often see me wearing that are stylish T-shirts that have nerd sayings upon them. 
and Jaslyn Stone, who's the COO of Bombsheller, who make these really awesome leggings that I have now discovered and want some. Met Rose Del Vecchio, who's the co-founder of FanMail. It's a subscription box that's all geek nerd girl stuff, which seems awesome. It's very cool. Yeah. And uh, I met Joanna from Geek Girl Pen Pals. And at that Mars party, I met uh, a social worker. And her name is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hey, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I could continue name dropping. (laughs) But you're probably tired of hearing me name drop. Oh, one more, one more. I did go to the Psychology of Cult TV Shows panel, which is one that... um, Dr. Langley and Dr. Scarlett do every year. Mm-hmm. And Billy San Juan was the uh, moderator for that one. And who else was on that panel, you ask? Why, Rachel Miner and Ruth Connell from Supernatural. And I was just fangirling up a storm. I know you're not far enough in the show to know who Ruth is. I'm not, unfortunately. I just started season eight. Hashtag slow. but i was definitely having a fandom attachment irl yeah i was Mm -hmm. i've seen rachel before and you know rachel and dr scarlet know each other quite well and i'm like i could go over and talk to her i fully could i fully could i could be like we have a we have a mutual mutual friend friend. did you no no i didn't it's hard but i was like you're cool. I like you from afar. With with Ruth, I was definitely a little bit more caught up in my fandom attachment to Rowena. And I was just like, you are gorgeous, ginger, Scottish witch. And I don't know how to talk to you, even though, again, you seem very nice and personable. She was taking selfies with bunches of people. I could have been one of those people. You could but have. I, But instead, I stood to the side (laughs) in my phantom attachment and smiled and waved kind of creepily. I hope it didn't come (laughs) off as creepy. She smiled and waved back. Almost as if she knew you, but indeed she she did not and does not. (laughs) not. And I was just like, the pretty Scottish lady waved at me. Uh, (laughs) And that's another way... Friends, if you listened to the Phantom Attachment episode, that is another way Phantom Attachment can sometimes go wrong, is when we assume that there is a two-way connection, because there's not. There's not a two-way connection. There is a one-way connection. You are attached to them. They are not attached to you. (laughs) Well, and like this brings up kind of uh, um, the more complex issue of you are attached to the character. And particularly mm-hmm. if you are, well, I shouldn't even say in particular, whether you are writing or slash like typing literal fan fiction or simply creating it in your mind, you are now kind of co-creating a narrative with that character. But it's important to recognize that that character is very separate from the actual human person who is embodying mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And so while you can have a imagine imagined more reciprocal relationship with the character i mean if you talk to any writer they feel like they know their characters absolutely and have back and forth with them um but that is very different from the actors who 
portray them. So like you may have a close personal relationship with Hermione Granger because of all the, I don't know, Draco Malfoy, Hermione Granger shipping fiction that you write. Um, But that does not mean that you know or have a close personal relationship to either Emma Watson or the name of that actor who plays Draco Malfoy. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't ship them at all. <laughs> but then there, there is crossover as well because phantom attachments can be with characters or just public personas, public personalities. So there are people, mm. I mean, myself Great included, point. who are attached to both Castiel and Misha Collins. And... Uh, yes. anyway this does get very complicated it does but perhaps it very complicated perhaps this would be a good a good discussion for a future app mm-hmm. wrapping up here uh final final thoughts takeaways from your inaugural visit to san diego comic-con my takeaways are i'm i'm so glad that i have now seen it it's taken away some of the you know some of the fear because like, yes, there was awe, but there was also some trepidation. And so now I feel like next time I go, I have a better idea of what what it's like. I have the lay of the land and I feel like I can soak it up a little bit more. This time was kind of, it was just such an immersion right. that I I was pretty overwhelmed. And I feel like the next time I go, and hopefully we go, because it would be super great to have my first officer with me that we'll have a better idea of the the things we want to do and how to, how to navigate it because it is very much its own unique snowflake. Yes. It sounds colossal to be honest. It is. Yes. Yeah. But But, but uh, wonderful in its, in all of its uh, monstrosity. Correct. (laughs) It is monstrous and wonderful. And I'm glad it doesn't come around again for another year. (laughs) Yes, we we need to take time to, you know, self-care, rest up, mm-hmm. rejuvenate for next July at SDCC. 2019. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. 2019. All right. Thanks for listening to my recap, friends. Thanks so much, and we look forward to chatting again with all of you for next week's app on Family of Choice. All right. Bye.